What the hell are you little turds doing here? We're like your best friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what you said. What the? Man, I'd kick your asses if I didn't have such a headache, man. Look, if I ever catch you too near me again, you're dead. And if I find out you told anyone I talked to you, you're twice as dead. Damn. How does somebody get to be so cool? Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Howdy-ho, Dave Roski. Howdy. This is episode 181. Dun-dun-dun. Yes. But we're not alone. We don't have a guest. But we, we have our third host. Yes, we do. Hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. Hi. <laughs> You didn't even check the sound. Did you know that? It's so into- yeah, I did. Oh, you did? Okay. I was, che- I was checking it while you guys were talking because I'm a pro- I'm a professional. Wow, talented. Yep i can even I can even hear the uh, slight hum on uh, Zach Snowball, but it's fine because it's it's constant and it's uh, consistent. I should be able to eliminate that in post. Okie dokie. I'll make sure like go ahead and start the dryer at some point. <laughs> Mark uh, off. Okay. <laughs> And just and then Ron's just twitching in the background. <laughs> uh, man, oh man, oh man. Okay, okay. So let's go down our humongous list. Oh, it's it's so big. Let's. Uh, it is so big. I'm trying to think of the order. What's the best way to do this? I think you talk about the award winners that you're actually on the show with right now. Uh, okay. Okay, we'll do we'll do awards. All right. You, you thought we we're going to talk about the pinball industry awards? Uh, well, we actually are. But first. We're going to talk about the DeGenies. Is that what the they're Jennies. called? Prestigious Pinball Awards of the Year. It is. I, I'm, I'm very uh, impressed by, uh, first, how many there were and how much time you put into it. And it went off really well. I watched like half of it before I had the, we had a Super Bowl party. Well, explain. What, what, is, what are the DeGenies for those not initiated? Joe Cheravino runs the Pinball Degenerate Facebook page. And he made his own awards up, possibly just the only time, as he states in his thing, with all these wacky different, like, what was one of them? One's the long haul, one's the best brew, a home brew. One is uh, best stance. Who's the most intense pinball player? Best tattoo. Best tattoo. There's a but something you would never see in a regular award show. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. Actually, I watched half of it before, as I said, before we had to have our, our Super Bowl party. And Joe is a friend of the RPC and also the Silver Wall Saloon from Canada. So we're gonna we're not going to hurt him against that one. <laughs> oh, Canada. Our home and native land. Sing it in French. Be more impressive. That would be more impressive. We, you fuck. You bastard is your way. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Well, since we are degenerates, we're just going to talk about the ones we won. Ooh, and who won? I didn't. Yeah, you suck. 
I suck. You've never traveled to Arkansas or made your own pinball machine. No, no. Bruce won an award. What, yes. what, what's the official name of the award you won? Degenerate Hauler Hall. The most degenerate hall. Most degenerate pinball hall. So what, what was that, Bruce? That was the $20 cheetah from Arkansas. <laughs> That's quite the haul. How long was that haul? That was almost 48 hours. You are quite the degenerate. I agree. I am quite the degenerate. I'm very honored to have this award. And not only myself winning the award, we had Zach win an award. Zach, what did you win the award for? Most degenerate homebrew pinball. I heard you won because the call-outs were so great. Yep, that was – he just praised them for like 10 minutes during the acceptance speech. Awesome. Uh, and then mentioned my name at the end a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so congratulations, you two. Thank you. It was very cool. Thank you, Joe, for all you yeah. do. And I'm sure if Ron had ever been nominated for anything, he would have aced that category too. You know, He would have. Best vocal in a pinball machine. Uh, best spinners. Mm. Yeah, I should have nominated myself for, for best spinner. Spinner guy. Although I heard that uh, someone else's game has a very good spinner, too, that we picked up recently. Yes. Maybe even better than your spinner. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Okay. Got to save that for it later. Ripped. I got to hear it about ripped. this. All right. So there was another award show, wasn't there? There was another award show. <laughs> the Pinball Industry Awards. Yes. Yeah, we talked about this last time, but the, the results are out. Mm-hmm. Did we win anything? Nope, but we came in the top five. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, Silver Ball, well, let's just go over them quickly. Yes. I don't want to go stay on this too long because we have a lot of stuff. Let's see. The Excellence Awards. We have Excellence in Pinball Streaming. The winner was IE Pinball. Mm-hmm. Good, good choice. Congratulations, Carl. It's followed by uh, Don't Panic Flip and uh, the Mystery Pinball Theater 3000. Then we have Excellence in Pinball Podcasting. The Pinball Show won. Hmm. <laughs> Isn't that a TPN show, the people who did yeah, the awards? Kinda, hmm. that was the kind of like, huh? Hmm. Unlike Silverball Chronicles, which is also, oh, on the TPN. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Silverball Chronicles was second. It was. I'm number two. You pulled votes. You pulled votes. I'm like Josh Sharp. I'm number two. It's great. You split votes, though. You did split votes. I did? You did. Because Slam Tilt was tied for fourth. Third. 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 We were tied for third with back box and final round. See? So Ron is the zombie yeti of pinball podcasters. Wow. I like that. I'm a winner, I think. No. Now, excellence no. in pinball writing. The winner was This Week in Pinball. Mm-hmm. Hi, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. With Nap Arcade in second. Yep. And excellence in pinball social media. We had a tie for first. We had a fun with bonus and Nap Arcade. And then we had a tie for second. Joe Cheravino and the Pinball Network. Yep. Excellence in pinball photography. Wow. Photography. Photography. Let's try that again. Excellence in pinball photography. We had Nap Arcade, number one. Mm-hmm. Orange Photography, number two. Hygiene. And uh, Charles Acosta, pinball photos in third. Then we have Excellence in pinball videography. 
We have Straight Down the Middle, a pinball show, number one. Amoto Hardy, number two. And Abe Flips, number three. Uh-oh, you might want to cover your ears on this one, Bruce. The Harry Williams Legacy Award went to Dwight Sullivan. <laughs> what was that, huh? Did he win the most flasher? It's excellence over a long career, Bruce. Uh, if he stopped it 15 years ago, I would have said he was a better career. Oh, keep going. Keep going, Dwight. Don't no. listen to Bruce. No, don't. <laughs> we believe you can make another Star Wars again. No, you won't. Your face don't. Love Star Wars. Well, I'm going to say one thing. I'm going to, I'm going to say one thing. Okay, okay. About the Star Wars, since you guys bring it up, of course. Yeah. The, the shots in that game suck, but the rules are, uh. Wow, that's, that's, wow. that means a lot coming from the you, Bruce. What the fuck does that mean? I, <laughs> the shots suck. I thought you were going to say something remotely positive. Nope, the geometry is terrible. It plays fine, Bruce. No, it doesn't. Well, mine Every doesn't, but... person besides you two knuckleheads. Yes, well, three knuckleheads. we are the I... only two people who like that game. No, there's three. I just All said two three. Copies there's sold. three knuckleheads. Yeah only, yeah, only three of the copies sold, not the multiple different versions because it was popular, and including the home version. Which uh, somebody had a nice insert break and crack on. Did you see that? Yeah, that was a bit concerning. That was scary. Okay, moving on. We have Best Art, Cabinet, and Back Glass. Godzilla wins. Of course. Uh, I'm not going to go through all. It says Best Art, Playfield. Godzilla wins. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Mando didn't get a little higher percentage. Yeah. I, I like Mando. No? No? Yeah. no? Yeah. Best Lighting Effects. Lad Zeppelin. I can see that. Yep. People love their expression lighting. Was Guns N' Roses not eligible? Uh, yes, because it was yep. in last year's. Yes. Because they haven't – Jersey Jack hasn't Man, had anything new, since new games hey! since then, yeah. yeah. It's hard to remember because it's been so long since they ever did anything. I know. Best theme integration, Godzilla. Best toys, Godzilla. Best innovation, Godzilla. 69%. Wow. Best playfield layout, Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> 92%. You see the theme now, folks? Good God. Best rules, Godzilla. Good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> not, not to, like, take away from Godzilla, which is very good, but looking at the list of games this year, it's not No, there was no competition. <laughs> there was no competition. Uh, do, you, do you think Zeppelin should have been above Mando in rules? It wasn't. Yeah. I think so. You think so? Okay. Yeah, but it wasn't. No, it finished third, but it was close. Let's see. Best accessory with 75%, the Insider Connected Kit. Best music. This was a little unfair. Zeppelin. Yeah, gee, surprise. Does that mean Russia's going to win next year's awards? Yeah, of yeah. course it is. Best sound effects, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Best callouts. Godzilla. This one was closer. Closer with Mando. Really? Yep. Yeah, I don't see that. Mando's yeah. call out suck. <laughs> oh, man. Really? You don't like Carl but Weathers? They're sure like we at least got one celebrity to talk. He didn't do it well, but at least we paid someone. Yeah. Like, wow. He didn't yeah, do exactly. it. Exactly. Thank you. Wow. I don't believe what I'm hearing. 
Best animation display and effects, Godzilla. And best in show, best game, Godzilla. Here's the funny part. There was actually 98.08%. Zeppelin got the second spot at 1.92%. I think someone might have hit the wrong thing in the uh, the survey. The voting? I think someone just clicked on the wrong thing by mistake. Shit. Oh, I can't go backwards. God damn it. I wonder... When was the last non-music pin that would have won the music award? Good question. Well, they've only had these awards for two years. Well, I mean, not just. I mean, he's saying in the past they had them back farther. You know, I don't know what won last year for music, but I sort of assume it's music pin too. Guns N' Roses. Yep. I don't know. Every year seems like we're dumped on with a. I mean, maybe TNA would have managed it. Uh... It does actually have like a vinyl out. Not many pins have that. Just that and Deadpool. Deadpool. God, I love Deadpool. Good game. Oh, wow. In, in agreement for once. Yeah. What? What? I didn't say anything. I know. Exactly. Yeah. What's wrong with Deadpool? Snick. Oh, you with the snick. like the snick shot. Oh, okay. Remove that from the equation. Now, what, you, what don't you like about it? Uh, Half the shots. <sighs> You see, folks, Zach doesn't like fun. So I don't like clunk. You got to remember that. Yeah, because he, he owns a Star Wars and he plays anything that's one of the best games. That's why he doesn't like fun. It's Thank very you for fun. Me up there it's and just very me the fun. Star Wars is very fun. Oh, Star no, Wars not. has no clunky shots. Oh, God Almighty. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Star Wars Pro <laughs> has no clunky <laughs> shots. Yep. Okay, yep. Fair, fair asterisk right there. Yep. Yes. Every shot, if you make it, it goes nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. I love some smooth shooting games. Mm-hmm. Too bad Star Wars ain't one of them. <sighs> okay. The only game we have where you have four multi-ball uh, uh, saves and you're, you know, when you plunge your ball, plunge drain, plunge drain, no, no. plunge drain, plunge Don't drain. Hey. Ghostbusters. Oh, trust me. Ghostbusters only gives you two. I've had Star Wars. I had it. Uh, what was it? Last week. Four. No, that's it's configurable. I turned it up to max. Yeah, it's usually two. Wow, four saves. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, actually, I, I was playing Godzilla, and I feel like Godzilla will let you drain a lot of. Yes, time. it will too. Yes, but if you get if you get one of the, the skill shots, if you don't get one of the skill shots and you miss, it goes off like in five seconds. No, but like you can drain in that five seconds and then like plunge again, and the ball save will still be on sometimes. Mm. Don't forget. I mean, it needs it because it, it plunges directly to an out lane, but. <laughs> I think yeah. Bruce just needs to plunge better on Star Wars. Yeah. No, because a friggin' auto plunger grabs and pull- oh, what the fuck? Well, then you need to plunge faster. No. Okay. Don't adjust. Just keep complaining. Just keep bitching. Because yeah, it's a terrible complain, design. Complain, complain, complain. It's awesome. Terrible design. Thank you very much. I'm glad you're agreeing with me finally. Ah, uh, let's see. What next? Well, let's talk about Lyman. Yes. Now, when we recorded this last time, there was some information that came out after we recorded. Yes. That we have not discussed. Yes. So I'll let you take this one. Well, we found out first they had a nice online ceremony so everyone could actually follow along with the wake. And they had some nice people coming up and giving their memories of Lyman. It was very nice to hear and see people. You know, uh, Mr. Sharp was there. And uh, a couple people you worked with at Williams and Penny, of course. And uh, it was hard hearing, you know, 
people remembering him with such reverence. And then we found out also from that same ceremony with the four they actually talked about in the uh well yeah it was it was in the obituary it was in the memoriam yeah the obituary that uh he uh committed suicide unfortunately very sad i hope if anyone you know has those thoughts to hopefully reach out to somebody please it is very sad you guys can join in too <laughs> Ah, it's what, like... It's really sad. It's sad. I mean, I... Hmm. I'm a fairly private guy. Yes, I'll you say. are. Compared I mean, to me. We, Compared we, to me, yes. Yeah, we really didn't talk, like, when my mother died. And I, I hate yeah. saying pass away. I just hate that. Yeah. I think my mom would hate that, too. She was much more direct than that. Like, I didn't even want to mention it on the air. No. But uh, Bruce convinced me. Yep. And when my father passed away, you know... That sucked. So, I mean, I've, I've had anxiety attacks since I was in my 20s. They were fun. If you've never had those before, I've had depression issues before my body went to shit. After my body went to shit, that wasn't, it made it even worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce remembers. Remember the, uh, the, I think it was the last Pin Mania we went to. It was me, you, and my dad. Yep. And that was right after I was diagnosed with the, the neck issues. Yeah. So well, I'll say that. I have uh, what's severe arthritis in my neck. I have degeneration at all levels, bone spurs, spinal stenosis. So it's lots of fun. And honestly, for a good year, I was in so much fucking pain. I thought about suicide on a regular basis. Yeah. I remember being in the airport, coming back from one of those California extremes. And you were hating life. I was you literally in tears visible. in the airport because yeah. I knew I was going to have to fly all the way back. And it's, it was fucking rough. Yeah, I remember that. I, I, I feel the pain. And, I, and unfortunately, I've always been a suffer in silence type of guy, which uh, don't, don't be that guy. That's all yeah. I'll say. No. There. That's, that's the most public stuff you'll hear from me. On yes, the uh, to be honest, it is true. Yes. But, uh, yeah. So uh, I actually I actually did talk to Penny yesterday. Not talked, or just messaged her, saying, "I know I didn't come to you the past month. I know probably everyone else was." And I said, "I asked her how she was doing, and she said she was, you know, very, of course, missing, which of course we all are. Mm-hmm. Just you know, sad, very sad. All right. Yes. So." uh Play some Attack from Mars for Lyman. Yes. I know I will. Still put your LFS in. So what, what's, what's our favorite Lyman game? Ooh. Of course, it's Zach. You know, since he doesn't like fun, and Lyman's games were generally fun, he probably fun. doesn't have one. But with me, I would say Attack from Mars. Yeah, for me, it's Attack from Mars. Really? It's not Walking Dead or anything? No, I actually like, I love the humor in Attack from Mars. I like just, you know, everything about it. It was just a... Ahead of its time. Okay, Zach. I'm trying to. I'm looking up a list. Yeah, he's there's a lot of them. Man. He's going demo, man. It's not. That doesn't. He literally just worked on the home run. I know. That doesn't, count. A, that doesn't count. Well, I, I think I'd have to go attack from Mars, too. Wow. Okay. All three of us in agreement. Attack from Mars. So play some attack from Mars if, if you can. Well, they made the remake. So the original. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, the, I mean, Chicago Gaming, what are the first, what, two remakes they made? Three remakes they made? Remakes. Three. They're all I mean games. On, and he was in the fourth. Oh, yeah. And, so and the, you redo. Yep. He would have been four for four on three games he made. So. Yep. yep. All right. So let's go into, I, I don't think we talked about this last time. Super Hoop. There's a new game out, kind of. So it's Hoops Better? Uh, it's funny. When I saw this thing, Super Hoop, I just try to think of it as the sequel to Hoops. That would be great. I feel like it's not going to go well. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out, is this a Spanish or Italian? Yes, Spanish. Spanish, company. yeah. And they made the um, Tokyo Drift game. Yes. If I remember. Okay. Did that ever... Was in public or anything? Like I don't. I've never. I don't. I think we saw like one video of it, and everyone laughed at it, and then yeah, they just kind of never heard about it again ever. But then here's something: a company who's got at least like 50 of these games manufactured already, which is more than many other companies have actually managed to do, and I've never heard about them at all. Yeah, it looks pretty. People like us going like, "What's going on?" (laughs) It looks pretty cool. I have to say, it's like a single level. Well, actually, no, it's got a little ramp here. It's got a little ramp. Yeah, but think of it: it's it'd be something you would. Like a street level game kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it feels almost like an eighties eighties Gottlieb game. Yes. 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 Wise. yes. Like, so again, it's multi level but very restrictedly multi level. It's got some weird little player controlled slingshots in the top and stuff. Hoops too. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. I'm still waiting to see what the price is. You know, because like obviously yeah. it, it can't really compete with like a modern Stern. But yeah. Well, what was the price? The price if you're in Europe was was not bad. Oh, you saw a price? I just said there, there, yeah, price there, there was it. some kind of price for um, like in Europe, like what it would cost, and it wasn't it wasn't that bad if I remember. Of course, now I can't find that information, even though I'm only looking eight thousand right dollars or like only five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, like five six thousand dollars, something like that. But it would be obviously to get it over here, it's going to be more than that. Oh yeah, but could it be the cheapest production pinball machine, not a home edition? Hmm, maybe home pin. We don't know about the second machine yet from them. Only two distributors in North America that I saw. Nitro Pinball in, uh, in Canada and in Flippin' Out. I'm still sort of amused by like someone besides Stern actually being the cheapest pinball machine out there now after the price hikes. Yeah, no, it's it's... I do like that in the picture. It's like, here's all the freaking cabinets. Like, here's all the, like, just rows and rows of the game. Just to show you, like, hey, we did something. We're doing this. Yeah. This isn't vapor. It might be our only 50 we have, but we're doing this. Yep. And who knows what electronics they use or how easily yep. they'll break and be irreplaceable, but that's hey. true. We've at least built some games. Mm-hmm. Hey, you would just would just use some pots from our pots. No, so no, be no. Good to go They're Spanish, that. not Italian. No, no, no. We're still the same. You're EU, so we get everything good. Uh, whatever. So one thing is, it's just like, even if I didn't know, like if I just looked at the artwork in this game, I'd be like, uh, this is a European game. It's not an yeah, American definitely. game. There's some racier elements with cheerleaders oh, and yes. stuff like that that you would not see in any American-made game at this point. Nope. Nope. Picture like modesty plastic covers. You know, yeah, for the yeah. do we need modesty plastic covers? Because let's just say they got cheerleaders who are very – lots of skin. A very like late 80s style. Early 80s. I'm thinking more like Valley Truck Stop. I'm thinking more like Memory Lane. Well, that's late 70s. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying like, you know, the skin and Dolly Parton. I feel like it briefly got a bit classier in the early 80s and then like went back down again. Yeah, th- this this would have definitely been like 1990s 
like 1990, I could see this. This, this could have been like Hoops 2 with different artwork, like Roller Games, like trashy artwork. Wasn't Hoops 1 1990? Yes. This is, they made the sequel the same year. It's incredible. <laughs> Golly could have done that. They made so many freaking games. All right. I mean, it looks pretty... I mean, it looks yeah, interesting. I, I'd love to see I'd love to play, play this. One. I'd love to play hope this. Shows, hope that's at Texas. Yeah. I, I won't play it then. Oh, oh. We'll play it for you, Bruce. We'll tell you what it's like. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to get the name of the company. Dates are released for uh, Allentown. Quetzal or something? Maybe. Well, there's, there's like the designer, and then it's made by another company that they're getting to manufacture it. Mm-hmm. And Allentown, yes, the dates, Bruce, the same dates they are every year and have been since I've been going. No, not last year. Except last uh, well, year. except last year. So you're... For those at home, Allentown is always the same weekend as the Kentucky Derby. Yes. So if you just remember when the Kentucky Derby is. Why would I do that? <laughs> That's you know, I remember what, what week the Kentucky Derby is? It's because it's the same week as Allentown. Ah, I, uh, I, I see. I see. Except I also never needed to remember that, so. So which one of you guys going to share a hotel room with me down there and listen to my great snoring? Oh, God, no. Not what? Me. I'll be with my dad. I'll be with my dad. You snore so loud. Hold on. It's all in your... Although although my hotel mate at Indus, which we'll talk about later, I found out he's kind of noisy, too, at times. Have you never roomed with him before? Yes, he has. But he was never that noisy before. So either either I was able to fall asleep before his volume got up or something else. But he fell asleep before me both days. And yeah, he was quite loud. So where did you go, Ron? Oh, you want to go into that? Okay, let's just go in. I went to Indisc. (gasps) Is that like a pinball tournament or something? That's a pinball tournament. It never drains in Southern California. It's also the open. Never drains in Southern California. I don't know. I saw a lot of draining. No, I saw a lot. I I experienced a lot of draining. Yes. False marketing. So it was in a new location. It's necessitated by the death of the Banning Pinball Museum. Mm -hmm. So it was in Riverside, California, at the Riverside Convention Center. And it was piggybacked off of another event called the Festival of Fights. Fight! Which was basically people playing fighting games. And to be honest, it was weak. It was weak. I've seen those before. Just huge events. And I was under the impression that they were like this. They were big. And we were kind of like, Indisc was just piggybacking off of them, being much smaller. You would use the Festival of Fights site to register for Indisc and stuff like that. But man... It was just like one room. They had all these tables set up, and it was like half empty. Most mm. of the yeah, most of the show. There's hardly anyone there. There was wow. way more people at Indisc than there was there. And at certain points, there was actually more people watching the Indisc stream than the Festival of Fights stream, which is insane. Wow, that that would ever happen. Yeah, too bad you couldn't like get someone like Carl, you know, on the show to talk about all that stuff. Uh a little late now. I've been isn't trying it? to get people on the show, and some people are don't even respond back to you. I've never tried Carl. We we have had Carl. On We've before. had Carl on. Somebody asked if we can get the guy who creates the Weebly boards. I asked him three times. Phone number, contact me. I'd love to get you on. <laughs> Not once ever. Maybe he's a big Dwight Sullivan fan, 
Yeah. Well, then that's his fault. And maybe he's even a bigger Lonnie Rop fan, and you have just gone just like, no way. Fuck you. I'm never going to be on your show until you apologize. No, that'll never happen. Yeah, because Bruce doesn't apologize ever. Nope. So, yeah, I went to Indisc. It was fun. It was enjoyable. It was swell. It was great. Gonna have the whole world on, on a plane. plane. I'm not a good storyteller, so why don't you ask me some questions? Maybe we can do that. How were the games in the tournament, Ron? Uh, on a scale of zero to Zach. Well, how satisfied were you? Zero to one? Well, wait a minute. Yeah, zero to Zach. Do you mean Zach <laughs> is in how they were at the tournament we just played in <laughs> when they all died? No, not that part. Not that part. <laughs> not that part. <laughs> I will say there were parts when I was playing the games and I was thinking of Zach, thinking, yeah, he wouldn't, this wouldn't be acceptable to him. But just, they were mostly little. There were things like, Drop targets reset and maybe some fall down. Totally unlike my games, which never do that. Yeah. <laughs> never. Just like my uh, cheater right now that keeps on having a two issue. That got worse over the course of the tournament. As, as you would figure, as they get pounded and pounded and pounded. <laughs> for the most part, everything worked, Good. which is all you can ask for, man. And the drive out there and back from the airport? Uh, much better. Good. Because it's shorter than the banning. Plus, we got there later. So instead of three hours, it was two hours. It was two hours, yes. So that was nice. Just to give you an idea, folks, uh, driving from LAX to Riverside is, it was two hours. Driving back to the airport was like an hour and 15 minutes. That's good. It's such a difference, depending on which way you're going. There were so many whoppers to be had there. God, it was insane. It's absolutely insane. I played one entry in the high stakes tournament. It was like 50 bucks an entry <laughs> just on Sunday because why not? You're bored. I, I was basically bored. And I got like five Whopper points for that. I got more than I would get for winning something locally. Wow. Yeah. Well, hopefully with your new local location, that will be much better. Yeah, we got some an interesting new location, which I keep forgetting the name of. What was I say? So they had classics on Friday classics on saturday they had the open tournament the main one which ran all the way through i think thursday friday and saturday they had the classics match play on thursday which thank god i made that Uh, it was one of those deals where the first so many people got in and i got in which necessitated me leaving a day earlier which if i hadn't i wouldn't have made it at all because we had a snowstorm Mm mm-hmm so if I had left Thursday like I usually left, uh, it would have been canceled. But we left Wednesday, so I made it. Uh, let's see, what else? Um, I finished like 32nd in the target match play. That was painful. And that if I had finished first in the last game, I would have been like 12th. That would have sounded much better. Classics won. I did not qualify. That was close, but no cigar. Classics 2, I did qualify. I advanced to the second round, and in the first round, uh, we actually had a game uh, that was uh, streamed on, uh, what was it again? Um, Sinbad. Sinbad. Yeah, like the whoever Carl was following on the stream finished, so they just moved the rig over to our game, which was funny. That One of the people in my group was like, oh, man, I don't want to be on stream. So I looked up the stream to see how many people were watching. And I was like, don't worry, there's only 462 people watching right now. (laughs) I pulled a Bruce. 
Uh-huh. Then I had, yeah, being a dick. So then I had a Lazarus on stream. That was nice. And I think I won that game and moved on. And then in the second round, I ended up in a group with Escher Lefkoff, Zach Sharp, and Timmer. Tim oh, Sexton. So you were, you were the biggest guy there. You were the, the head honcho. No, I was the, who's the fourth guy? Guy. But I thought I held my own. I thought I played good. Even Zach Sharp says, you're playing pretty good. And me and Zach did not move on. Escher and Timmy moved on. Mm. Then I played two entries in open. One of them wasn't too bad. I mean, not good enough to qualify. But I didn't realize there was a B division. The top 16 continue in B division. And I was in the top 16 Mm. for most of the time until the very end when I dropped out. That's funny. I didn't even realize that was a thing. So let's see. Anything else? They had their free play area this year were games brought by the, um, what they call pirates? The, the auction house that did captains. Oh, yes. Captains. Yeah. Captains auctions. They're ones that auction all John Weeks stuff off for the Museum of Pinball. So they had a row of just they had it was a, they had tic tac toe, the, the Bally one. X's and O's. X's and O's, yeah. They had a, um, an, a NBA fast break. Uh, Champion Pub, had a Godzilla, Stranger Things. You would have loved it, Bruce. It's great. Mm, yay. They had a rush that was down most of the time because it was broken. And a few other games. And there was a bunch of video games there, too. That was nice. Yeah. Overall, it was a, a very nice experience. You're going again next year, of course. Oh, hell yeah. I did some announcing on the Classics 1, which was a mistake with all my throat issues because I was on there for like four hours, and by the end... The next day, I could barely talk at all. So that oh, was uh, that was a yeah fail. It's good to see everyone. It was good to see everybody. I should remember all the winners, but I don't. I'm sorry. I, I know Zach McCarthy won the main tournament. Let's see. I know. Oh, he'll probably yell at us if we don't mention him. Uh, Robert Byers. Mm. He won Classics 1 and then put on a Rey Mysterio mask and did a promo. That was nice. <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. And uh, Escher won Classics 2. Keeping up the, the rules, if you beat me in any of the rounds, you win. You will win the you tournament. You win. Yes. Let's see. Kerry win, Wing won the women's. High stakes, I think Elwin won. Yep. Oh, cool. Yes, he did. I finished watching yes. the stream for that before we started recording. And the, the youth tournament, I think they only Ukes? got they only got three. <laughs> and then two of them were Jim Belsito's daughters and like there was a, a, and a, another kid. I don't remember who won. I think one of Jim Jim Belsito's daughters won. And they had a they had a they had a older they oh, had Oh, seniors. I don't know who won seniors. Yeah. Crap. Hey Bruce, you could go you could play in that. I can't yet. It's 55. I thought it was. Aren't you 55? Yes, it's 55. <laughs> I'm not your age yet, Ron. Uh, You're you still older than me and always will be. <laughs> You're still catching me. Yeah, that will continue to happen, Bruce. It will. It always does. It was a great event. I mean, highest level shit when it comes to tournaments. Um, hardest damn format to qualify for. But yeah, a splendid time was... Oh, they had a nice break room next to everything, too. You could just kind of chill out. Drink some liquid death. Drink some liquid death. Yeah, they had that there. Thoroughly enjoyable. The trip back was not. Oh, yes. You got bounced around. <laughs> so... We're driving the rental car back to Alamo on Sunday night. And we're leaving Sunday night. 
and then I just happened to check my email and see that my uh, I had a flight from LAX to Charlotte and then Charlotte to Albany. My LAX to Charlotte flight was canceled. Isn't that great? So here I am. I'm 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 on the shuttle bus from Alamo to the airport, feverishly like trying to book another flight. <laughs> which I, I'm able to get to. I, I was able to book another flight to Charlotte, LAX to Indianapolis, Indianapolis to Charlotte. But when I did that, my Charlotte to Albany flight like disappeared from my itinerary, which concerned me. So when I got to LAX, I went up to the American Airlines counter and I asked them specifically, specifically, you know, this is what I did. I had to reschedule this, but now this flight is not showing up. Am I still all set with that flight? No, you're good. No problem at all. She brings it up on a computer like, oh, yeah, you know, I I had the boarding pass. You're like, you're all set. Yes, that's fine. Okay. You see where this is going already. Oh, I already do. I fly to Indianapolis, had to sit around Indianapolis for like five hours. So then fly into Charlotte. And then when the Charlotte to Albany flight is boarding, me and Chris, my buddy, we go on. They scan our tickets. Beep. Oh, we got a problem. Like, motherfucker. Now nah, I'm just instantly pissed. And it's like, uh, yeah, you're not checked in for this flight. They, they had just removed us from the flight. Which, number one, pissed me off they did that. But especially since I fucking asked that specific fucking question. And was told everything was fine. That specific thing. However, we lucked out. You know why, Bruce? Because other people's flights got canceled. No, so no. Was- when you're flying from Charlotte to Albany, that means you live in Albany. Because there's no other reason you're going to be flying to Albany. Unless you're Cuomo trying to get a piece oh, of Jesus ass down Christ. below. Very or good. Is the new tournament at level zero. Yeah, it's well, level zero going, tournaments yeah, yes. are very big these times. So typically on these flights, usually it's one of the smaller planes, but this is more like a regular full-size plane, three on each side seats. So they waited till everyone boarded, and then you know they're they're on the you know typing things up, and they got the they're on the phone in you know they're talking inside the plane getting us, you know, what seats are free. And then they're there like, 7D, 7E, go. Like, you don't need anything else? No, go. Boom. So we get in the plane, and we walk in there, and there's like empty seats all over the place. So, (laughs) but basically, if there hadn't been, if that had been a smaller plane, we were totally fucked. We wouldn't have got on. You've been living in Indianapolis from now on. No, we were in Charlotte by that point. Oh, Charlotte, sorry. That's right. (laughs) But uh, just, just, just irked me so much. How much did it irk you, Ron? It, not just because they did it, but because I anticipated that and asked the specific question, and they told me it was okay, and they were just just were totally wrong. Like, you can't look this shit up in your own system. They were yanking you. Yeah, they were yanking me, all right. So that was the Indisc experience. Would you do it again? Yes. Yes. I mean, I wish I could get a flight into... Ontario, mm, yeah, that's you know, California. They don't like do. Bridges. Yeah, you can't. Ontario is a smaller airport. Well, you, I could originally through Charlotte, but then oh. American Airlines again canceled the actual flight plans. Like, no, we don't offer this anymore. So that was the end of that. Hey, Zach, if we want to go next year, we can go uh, Buffalo to LAX as a direct flight. Yeah, but you need to get, you need to get to Buffalo first. That's easy though. You're with me. You got the you got the driver and everything. Yeah, that's, it's basically the equivalent of like an hour and a half layover. Yeah, but if you get stuck, but if you get stuck, you're screwed at the layover, like Ron did. 
we have a direct flight. Well, no, then your flight can get canceled. Then you're stuck in Buffalo and have to drive back. Well, Buffalo's got a lot more options. You can go to L- you can go to Las Vegas and drive the other way. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm getting there. God damn it. I'm getting there. Okay. While we were talking about your Indisc, I just made my hotel reservation for Allentown. <laughs> Already? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. A little. Cheap. $118 a night. Mm hmm. Breakfast? I can take that. Okay. If you remember our last episode, Bruce put up a, uh, a Facebook post about the movie that I will be forced to watch. And now he didn't watch it on the plane like everyone wanted him to. No, no. I wanted to go over all the choice. I wanted to go over how the voting went before I watched anything. It was what pinball related movies have I not watched yet? Mm hmm. So we got all kinds of answers. Here's some of the we got on the list. Uh, well, someone said Demo Man, but I have seen Demo Man. Uh, someone said Pinball Wizard, which is a gay porn. I'm not watching that. That's perfect for you. I'm not watching that. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I have watched that. Man with Two Brains, which is like a Steve Martin movie. I have not yes, watched it is. that. Terrible. That's a terrible movie. Oh, oh, it's not pinball related either. <laughs> There's no pinball called Man with Two Brains. I don't think. Nobody. I have seen that. Believe it or not, a recent movie made in the last year that I've seen. I know, amazing. Was it on a plane? No. <laughs> Game of Thrones. That's a TV show, not a movie. Uh, Tilt, the one with Brooke Shields in it. That one I have not seen. Kingpin, that one I have seen. Wayne's World, again, not pinball really, but I have not seen it. Then for the voting, let's see. We had John Mnemonic had one vote. The Big Lebowski had five. Thunderbirds or Go had one. Again, that's a TV show. Eh, there's probably a movie, though. Lord there of the Rings had two. Congo had three. Flintstones, the one you wanted me to watch, mm-hmm. had three. The Shadow with one. And the winner, Jurassic Park. So I guess I'm watching Jurassic Park. So by the time we record the next episode, I will have to have watched Jurassic Park. There you go. And And then if you have any questions for Ron. (laughs) You can quiz me about the movie to make sure I actually watched it. Exactly. I'll say like, there's a T-Rex in it. I mean, he's played the pinball machine. He must know all the major plot points, right? Yes. There's Nublar. It's the island. And then there's a guy called Nerdy. Who's the programmer? Nedry. And there's raptors in a kitchen. Mm. Like a lot of the individual scenes I've heard of or, or no, I've never seen the movie. But that will change. It will. I have committed to be committed. Then you'll have to watch The Lost World, all the other versions. No, you know, the God, no, version. no, 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 you no. Will? No. Although there was a Lost World pinball, so. Yes, exactly. And no one even put in the list. No, no, no one did. that bad. With that crazy mech. Let's see. What else do I have here? Well, I played in another tournament this past weekend. You did? Yeah, which we mentioned the last episode. The Flip Frenzies. My first ever Flip Frenzy. Somehow. Somehow. And Bruce's first ever Flip Frenzy, right? No, I played in Flip Frenzies. They had them in Syracuse. Central New York Pinball League had them. Okay. Still amazed just how few people have ever played in one. And we barely had a break. (laughs) 
I mean, it, it went well, though. The software that's... Zach made was better than anything else I've ever dealt with. with these. Do you think it worked well? I, I could actually get much handle on it. I thought it worked well until it went to people started getting mad when they were waiting. Well, that, you know, that was your fault for not following my directions. What? Going by the analytics. People so wanted actually, to go it's, by the... it's because I never got a chance to tell you the directions. So. so whose fault is it then? A little background. When you're saying software, what did you create, Jack? Because normally people lately, at least if I heard, they use match play. Yeah, match play, as always, has basically no options or customizability to let you do anything that you want to actually do. So so you created your own thing, which was a, a what? It looked like a spreadsheet. It was just, yeah, Google Sheets spreadsheet set up. Because every time I've heard about anyone playing in a flip frenzy, I hear the same complaints of like, I had to play the same game three times in a row or like I had to play the same person three times in a row. You know, or one person got to play way more games than other people because they just play really fast. I'm like, well, you have we have like balanced pairing in match play, you know, to even out that sort of thing. Like, why can't you have balanced pairing in a flip frenzy? So I create a thing which would try to track all those metrics and rate them to choose people from the queue, not always first person in the queue, but whoever was a best fit for the game that was a up next. And would you say it worked well? I think so. Mostly the, the limitations of Excel spreadsheets, because they suck shit, <laughs> meant that I couldn't track the order of people in the queue, which is what Bruce was alluding to. Mm-hmm. So my instruction to people running the sheet was basically like, you know, try to remember who's in the queue the longest and don't let them sit for too long. But that instruction did not get understood or disseminated enough, apparently, to like midway through. I know at one point I was on Black Hole like, Twice in a row. Yeah, the one thing I would also say is I think, remember how we went on the second? We we played two full matches, so it was two hours. And what happened was the first match was one hour. Match. Did you play? You played two Flip Frenzies. Yeah, Flip Frenzies. And yeah. one Flip Frenzy, the first one, had one hour of Moderns, and then we went to one hour of older oh. machines. Good games. Yes. And then the second one, we went 45 minutes on Modern. And then one hour and 15 minutes on older machines. And I think we could have maybe broken that up a little bit better because I played Black Hole a shit ton too. The problem was the second frenzy was a bit smaller because some people left. Yes, some people So it got to the point where like we only had, I think, five games active the entire time. So the, the amount of ability the software had to provide you of options was very limited the second time. Uh, sadly. But that's where your software did kick in and actually was holding me back from playing Black Hole the fourth time. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was trying to take pity on you and hoping something yeah. else would come up, but we just kept being unlucky and something else didn't up, come up. It actually picked, because I never played Gamatron, it put me right into the Gamatron thing. Yep. So it did work that way, but I was waiting a while if you're going by the analytics. Yeah, so I think, first of all, if we had more people, more people it that time, and second of all, if I actually had real software and not just a spreadsheet that could track things slightly better. The idea was solid. A few tweaks to execution could make it much, much better. And I think it would have worked really well. It worked well. I thought, you know, we were least... Yeah, even given everything, I think it was better off than a straight flip frenzy yes. usually is. I think you need a dedicated person. Yes, that is totally Well, you true. wouldn't need it if the software could actually keep track of everything. I would argue. You can argue. But I still think a dedicated person makes yeah, it easier. Yeah, I think so too. Like well, you had, I'll like... argue successfully then. So <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, I mean, that was a smaller one. If you got like 20, 30 people playing in it, it would be easier with a dedicated person to take this that went, you know, who won, who won, who won, and update the sheet. If I had actual software, I could just let it automatically take entries too. You wouldn't need to have someone sitting there being a single player. Well, there contact. you go. Make it, make it there so. There you go. Make now you happen. have a goal for next yep. year. Yeah, I just need to reimplement all of match play. You know, it's easy. Sadly, as a general you. issue with running tournaments is match play isn't really open, you know, even like to coders much. Well, I do need to look at their API, but like, in, and if you do want to create any other tournament software, basically there's either match play, Carl's Never Drains, which is very format specific to herb style stuff. And then like a few other like standalone programs, which are also very limited. There's no real option for anyone that wants to start a new format besides just like starting completely from zero and reimplementing everything. Which I feel is limiting the creativity of tournaments a bit. Hmm. Maybe ZPen needs to create a new open source tournament system. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll get right on that, Ron. Yeah. It's on my list right around like level uh, 40. Okay. Well, luckily, we just finished 39. So there you go. <laughs> so it was two hours of Flip Frenzy and then a finals. Like the first one was top eight. The second one, because we had less people, was top six. Yes. And congratulations to Zach. He won both of them. He won both. Yay. He almost got taken out twice, though, in the lower rounds. Yeah, I squeaked it through every time. And Steph, the pinball princess, finished second both times. Yep. Yep. Who finished third? I finished third the first one and fourth the second one. I finished third. Third was, in the, third uh, was Ron. In the second one. I don't remember yes. where I finished in the first one. Not top four. No, not top four. Yeah, I, do, I do literally have the results I'm up on my screen right now, so... Ah, Ron, you finished sixth in the first one. The second finals was just, it was, it was me, Zach, Bruce, and Steph. Yeah. It's like the ultimate slam tilt final four. Now, the funny thing is, uh, I know some people don't like how we run finals. We had three games. It was match play. Bus driver drove the three games, but they were, they had two things against them in the tournament. First, you can't pick the same game twice throughout the finals. Just and like then the second is. thing was you have to play in the three games. One was a modern. Well, we actually, what we did is this. We, we go to random.org. We go modern, DMD, solid state, and EM. And the top three that come up are the ones that they can pick. And the fourth one is the tiebreaker. You're going to be playing an EM. You're going to be playing a solid state, a modern, or a DMD. So three out of four, you're going to play one of each. It seems like some people just want a tournament sometimes. And some people are like, oh, you know, I, I had two people come in and say, this is cool how you, and then I had some people like, oh. Or the other way. Why yeah. can't it just be all EMs? Because there are people who want to play all the old games. They don't want to play the newer game. I don't want to play Godzilla. I have no idea what I'm doing. I mean, one of our previous finals, we didn't have that rule because it was a ladder final or something. And yep. the top seed just chose EMs and very early solid states like every single game. Yep. And it went fast. It was awesome. I like it went it. fast. But, uh, I mean, just yeah, like, just, just by well. adding extra 15 minutes of classics to the two hours, we gained an extra, like, two and a half games played. Yep. You know, that's just how much more efficient classics are. Yes, they are. We had a lot of breakdowns. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We had, there was a lot of breakdowns. But I liked it. There was almost no I sitting. There was almost no not playing. So I think we are set for, if we get two dedicated people, we can do the 24-hour flip frenzy. Dedicated people for what? Taking the inputs. Well, Zach just said you don't need a dedicated person. 
No, no, no. Zach said we don't need a dedicated person if we had software that would take in and do all the stuff. He said that was on 40 on his list. Did he or did he not say that? No, he said 40 was for the entire new open source tournament oh, system. Oh, so he'll make it just a software just for this? Well, he already did, but he needs to make it better. Yes. Can you do it, Zach, before the 24-hour? Mm. I mean, on the same 20-hour, like, I think one person could handle it as long as we don't just have, like, 10 people lined up giving results, which might be a bit annoying, but it's not too bad. They have to get, then, like, we have to make a line queue, too. Like, everyone just kept on coming up. I'm typing stuff in, or like, all right, there's one. I'm like, wait. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely need to, like, get people to actually, like, know to wait. But, yeah, I mean, the 24-hour wouldn't be a single fit frenzy either. We'd have to do, no, like. No, it would be five. Or even more Six. than five, potentially. Yeah. But, yeah, probably around that. But so you can just have a different person run each individual one. True. Six, you know. six fit frenzies, three hours each. And then a big finals at the end. Well, that would be 18 hours. And then a big finals at the end. You can't have a finals for multiple tournaments. True. So I think you just have to do... Or ten, you know, eight flip frenzies, three hours eight each. Eight flip frenzies, yeah. Eight flip frenzies, three hours each. And that's there's no finals. You finish where you finish. Yep. And then you would have the king of Whopper points there. Well, do you get Whopper points with no finals, though? Yeah, because it's direct play, so you still direct can. Play. Yes. Flip frenzy counts as qualifying or finals format. So would you have the winners of the eight flip frenzy? Was it eight? Did you say eight? eight? Eight flip frenzies, but then you could have an overall winner or something. The king of the hill. The king of the flip we frenzies. We could give them a trophy, but we just can't give them if foot points. Yeah, it wouldn't be if foot points, but you can but, go I mean, for it. How do you eight. figure that out? I mean, you could just do like the same way you do herb percentage. qualifying. You know, like or each percentage. one shows 190, 85. Or you can do percentage. How, how Who's got the best winning percentage out of the whole thing? Yeah. That's another way. That's be the king of the... You didn't get the belt. The belt. The belt. That's the king of the hill, boy. You know, back in my day... Okay. Think about that. Eight flip frenzies. I'll tell you what, man. They're talking about flip on, flip off, flip on, flip off. Eight flip frenzies, man. It's going to be insane, man. I think you'd do seven. I would have to say seven because you need bathroom breaks and, <laughs> and food no, no, breaks. That, I mean, that's, the thing with flip frenzy is you can just not play a game for a little bit and go to the bathroom. You could. You know, there's no reason for us to stop. Similarly, there's no reason why we couldn't just watch the flip frenzies and just as soon as we calculate that we've gotten to 25 TGP, we just smoothly just roll people into the next one nonstop and just start counting again. <laughs> we just do as many as we can in 24 well, no, hours. No, 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 no. We, we need three dedicated, nine people, dedicated people then, Zach. One for putting in all the stuff and two to repair all the freaking games. That are gonna be going. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Really, you, you just start with 50 games and then by the end you'd have hopefully 16, 16 games left. Yeah. Like. So Flip Frenzies, we love them. They're coming up. I'm going to get through, plow through the tournament stuff here before everyone falls asleep. Uh, Yagpin, they had their uh, signups sign and it crashed their site and they couldn't do it. Yeah. So they're going to try again next weekend. Yeah. I like how it, it's always like, we thought we had enough capacity, but we didn't. You never have enough capacity. No one ever has capacity. So check that off. There is the Varney Cup for us 518ers here in Albany that will be at level zero this upcoming weekend. I'm very excited. And actually, Mike, the tournament director, just uh, messaged me asking me if I need help setting the game. The games are set up, man. They are tournament ready at all times. Let's see. Uh, what else? Stern had the, uh, well, it was recorded quite a while ago, it seems. The Elvira House of Horror Heads Up Tournament. 
It's from Jack Danger's place. And it's all like someone goes in there and they, they just film them playing the game, like a bunch of games. Then another person comes in, another person over the course of however long it takes to film this. And then they just splice them all together like they're playing against each other. Which at this point, I don't know. I mean, COVID's been going on long enough. I, I want to see actual head-to-head competition. Yeah. Not like edited. And not just from the Chicago area. Well, <laughs> uh, sure, Bruce, if you want to fly in I would have. Uh, they didn't dime, even ask anybody. How do you know? Have, how do you know they didn't ask anybody? They didn't, they didn't. Like last time they posted it. What was the game they did last time? Avengers. It was Avengers. AIG. Yeah, cause, and before that, so I think Dude. this is the third one. Because they had the one that was uh, Turtles, that they had people yes. film themselves. And they gave them like yeah. a script of like, you need to play this many of this, this many of this challenge, this many of this challenge. And then the Avengers one, they just had them all go to Jack Danger's place. And then they did the same thing for this one. And I know this was old because Jack Danger and Timmy, Tim Sexton hosted it. And Timmy still had his long hair, which he cut off quite a while ago. Damn hippie. <laughs> Damn hippie. So I know that was old. <laughs> so let's see i covered that oh and the winner got I, I don't know who won yet i didn't watch it yet but the the winner gets a elvira house of horse premium yeah i like i'll fly out and try to win true high stakes that is true high stakes. yeah i think that's it for tournaments so you can wake up now folks we're gonna talk about rush because i got to play rush how did you get to play rush well i played some of it in disc but Frankly, the one there didn't work most of the time. Had a node board issue, and the scoop was really bad on that one. How's the fix coming along with that scoop issue? Uh, I don't know. Well, for, for those at home, what the hell are they talking about? There's two scoops of Raisin Brent. No, two scoops in the uh, Rush pinball machine. It looks like the protector was kind of like a last-minute thing. I don't think it was on any prototypes. And then they put it in the production model, and they're getting beat to shit. They're starting to get bent all over the place and just causing all kinds of issues with the kickout. So Stern is aware of the issue and supposedly has a solution coming. I don't know what that'll be. I know they were building LEs, and I don't know if the solution is in the LEs. People say it is, but I haven't seen any actual like source. Yeah, I haven't seen, and I can't tell from the pictures. They showed them building LEs. They look like the same protectors, but maybe they're different. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. But the game. I played Zach's game. Zach's got a pro, of course. He's a pro-only type guy. Have you played it, Bruce? I have. I played Zach's. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, what did you think of it, Bruce? I like it. Don't know about the love yet. Oh, okay. Don't know about the love yet. I like it. I have to see more code. And I have not played the newest, newest code. I think there's... Uh, It's got a ways to go. Yeah, It's still in like point... What is it? Eight? One, I can't remember what it is, but... Okay, first impressions. I thought it was fairly clunky, honestly. I agree with that one. There was a fair amount of clunk to it. Uh, When you hit the core shot, and I'm just going to call these shots by the games they're from originally. The the core shot, which is on the right on this this one, where the spinner is. When you hit it and it comes around, it kind of just kills it, like immediately, and just kind of trickles out. Which is good. Well, it does make it a little easier, the shot, but it's not smooth the diverter is definitely not smooth it was not as bad as the one when they did the reveal on the stream where it was totally killing the ball but on zach's it still slows it down quite a bit i feel like it worked it's worked better sometimes too 
don't know, maybe just like the speed you hit the shots at and you were always rattling your shots or something. Because like sometimes it works really smooth. On Zach's, his side ramp is either very smooth or it does a bizarre thing where it goes half up and like seems to almost go airborne and die. So we don't know exactly what that is. That could be a more of a specific to Zach's game. I feel like they need a longer clear plastic cover on that ramp, you know, like usually ramps have covers on the tops to prevent the ball from like jumping out. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't mm-hmm. mostly. The dead end shot, I do not like that at all. Mm-hmm. Obviously on the premium LE, that's actually a VUC. So I'm sure it's it's totally different. But here they just remove the VUC and you just hit a dead end shot. It's kind of akin to Zeppelin where they removed the side ramp and just replaced it with a target. So you just have this, you're just hitting a target. Or akin to Avengers. What's on Avengers? There's a buck on the right side that's just a target on the pro. Oh, okay. What else? The scoop? The actual, because it's two scoops. Of raisins. And raisins. And if you actually remove the, the scoop part, it's, it's a big hole in the play field. And if you, if you remove the two actual scoop mechs, I mean, there's, there's a lot of holage there. Is that even a word where basically when I'm shooting things and missing, which I do a lot, it just keeps, it falls into scoops. It falls into scoops. It falls into scoop. And then you got to wait, it falls into scoop. And it falls in the scoop. That got annoying to me. The right ramp. God, I had trouble hitting that. And man, the shot I thought I wouldn't have trouble hitting the time machine. God damn. I would miss like six or seven times per like trying to hit it. It's like, damn, it doesn't look like it's that hard. Mm-hmm. But it is. However, I will say after games like Godzilla, Mandalorian, Zeppelin, it was kind of nice to play a game that felt a little more brutal. I didn't feel like with my level of talent, I could play the thing forever or have any kind of long games on it. Most of the games were pretty short. Well, yes. Well, Zach can, and maybe Bruce can. But even then, it's not like a consistent... I'm sure if you got a really good player and put them on Zeppelin, they would have like a long game every time. Rush was not like that at all. Uh, I learned I knew more Rush songs than I thought I knew. <laughs> and um, liked more Rush songs than I thought <laughs> I would like. I'll say when I have my levels, I always go by like whether I would buy a game, it has to pass to different levels. And level one is the play field. How does it shoot? I would say this game doesn't pass level one for me. So I would never buy one. But I will also say that I kept playing it over and over. I did want to keep playing it. That's interesting because I think it shoots better than most games. What's most games? Name a game it shoots better than. Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. I Turtles. Totally. Turtles? Turtles sucks. Monsters. Yeah. Stranger Monsters? Things. No, no. Monsters shoots Avengers. better. No, Avengers shoots better. Stranger Things shoots better. Iron Maiden shoots better. Guardians what? of the Galaxy. Are you high? I, I think I think you failed a drug test, dude. The Olympic Committee is coming for you. Guns <laughs> and Roses. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Roses. Yeah. Dialed in. yeah, yeah. It shoots better in Guns oh, and Roses. Oh, I can't wait. We got to go back to a Dialed subject. in? No, 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 no. We have to go back on the subject then after we're done with this, this what conversation. What subject? <laughs> How uh, a Flip Frenzy. We were in our first round finals. I picked first because I was the top qualifier. Oh, yeah. You picked Lord of the Rings because you're an asshole. I picked Lord of the Rings because I'm an asshole. And I wasn't fast enough to say that wasn't allowed. Zach <laughs> wanted to be a bigger asshole. asshole. So he picked <laughs> Guns N' <and> Roses. 
we were almost done with Lord of the Rings. We were in our third game before that first game of Guns N' Roses ended, and it ended on the pity rule. No, no, it only ended because Zach was player three, I'm player four, and I'm I'm comfortably in second by the time Zach goes up for his ball three. And I basically told him, if you drain here, I promise I will drain my ball so we can get to the next fucking game. I will take a second place. I kept my promise. It was that bad. Yeah, yeah. I just... I mean, it wasn't bad. It was long. It was such a grind. Oh, Oh my God. I enjoyed playing it more than I enjoyed playing 40 Minutes of Lord of the Rings. No, no, because everyone else didn't enjoy it, Zach. You at least were playing... Well, I was just doing other things. Just, am I up yet? Am I up yet? Yeah, I, I went and fixed a game, you know, between rounds, because even when I wasn't playing, everyone else still played forever, because the game just takes forever. Oh, it's terrible. It is a terrible game. Yeah, definitely neither of those games should ever be in competition. Yeah, agreed. We were looking at the list of modern games, and mm-hmm. we have a good amount of newer games, you know. Almost none of them are actually good for tournaments. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You know, even like Godzilla, which is, you know, a good game, but like it takes way too long sometimes. And Mando too, like you could just play that for so long, you know, unless like remove yeah. all the outlane post rubbers completely and put lightning flippers on it too. Like most of the other games that aren't Sterns aren't reliable enough to have in a tournament. I'm I'd rather yeah, just yeah. ban modern games from, from our tournaments and just like move the few semi-useful modern games into just the DMD section. Yeah, and then you make the DMD there. section stronger and then you go. But I did enjoy playing Rush, and I'm looking forward to playing more Rush. I agree. I'm looking forward to finding out when we do the launch party that it also can take like 50 minutes to play a single game sometimes, mm. somehow. I don't know. Playing yours, I, my biggest games, I was getting around maybe 200, 300 million, and that was it. Now, of course, Zach, he's getting like 2 billion, but that was not happening. I, I just thought it was brutal. Borg is brutal to me. Borg is definitely like the most brutal yes. stern designer currently. Mm-hmm. I like that. You gotta you gotta have a brutal guy there. Gotta have someone's brutal. Which is funny because I never really thought of him like that until I actually like listed out his games in my mind. It's like, oh yeah, they're all like that, aren't they? Iron Man. Metallica. Mm-hmm. Aerosmith. Yeah, I think that's all I got for Rush. Okay. I will, that's all I'm gonna say about, about that. Ron? But did I talk about the scoops? I mean, you were talking about like how it was annoying how much the ball fell into them, which I yes. agree. Yes. yes. I really wish if the scoop, instead of just kicking out at your flipper, had a staged ball and then the Vuck fed like the left in lane. Mm-hmm. Then like the flow wouldn't be broken and you could actually pass right flipper to left flipper, which you can't do right now. I think that game would shoot really nice. You hear that, Borg? Just a complete redesign of that section. I'm sure it won't cost anything. Negligible. Negligible. I I wish it was easier to just, like, make wire forms, you know, because then you could just make a mod to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I really want to play a premium Ellie just to see the difference. That dead-end shot would be gone. That would feed the flipper again. Yeah, the dead-end shot would be way better premium. It's got to be way better. But the scoops will be even worse. Uh, Oh, because it kicks him out both ways? No, because it, it has to cycle from the upper scoop to the lower scoop half the time through a locking mechanism. So it's got to, like, ball goes in one. Oh. I presume, like, then it lets it from the upper scoop into the lock, and then from the lock it lets it into the lower scoop, and then the lower scoop kicks it out. Okay, that sounds like it's going to take some time. That's what it seemed mm-hmm. like from the stream that we watched. Uh, in pinball news, 
we did have one news item. Barry Asler and Barry Engler join American Pinball. Yeah. So Barry Engler was at American Pinball. Then he was at Jersey Jack. Now he's back at American Pinball. Maybe he was waiting to, like, you know, trying to make a game and just never happened. Yeah, after about a decade, he finally gave up and went back. I said, what the fuck is going on A decade? He was there for like a year or two. Has it only been that long? (laughs) He was, uh, see, managed service and production departments. That's when he was there at American Pinball originally. Then he was Jersey Jack. He was the service manager. And Barry Osler, we know he is. Will he actually get a game made? After, what, designing or working with Highway and it never was made... Then a deep root, or none of his stuff is ever going to be made. <laughs> now he's at American Pinball. Well, hopefully he can finally get something made. Don't you believe it? Because <laughs> they talk about Nordman, but hey, at least he got Elvira House of Horrors made. <laughs> he got at yeah, least one thing made. Yes, I mean, poor Barry hasn't gotten anything made. His Ooh. last game was Junkyard. You know, it's just like I want to see him do something. Be nice. I'm sure he wants to do something. I'd like to see American Pinball release their next game at all. That's right, baby. We're going to release our game. It's going to be incredible. Barry Affler and Barry Engler have joined American Pinball, baby. It's going to be incredible. Have they ever announced the details for Valhalla that's not the deluxe edition? Nothing. That's like, right, baby. We haven't, nothing? we haven't announced shit, baby. Thank you, Dusty. That's right, man. It's Ric Flair. He attacked me in the parking lot. I was about to make the announcement, but now I'm severely injured. <laughs> all right. So, All right. I think that's what happened. I think the four horsemen came in there and just wrecked the factory. And now, you know, Dusty Rhodes, he's got a, you know, it's, it's hard times for Dusty. He's got to rebuild the factory, get the games back on the line. I keep hearing the next game is Nordman and it's like the Whitewater sequel, which I have no problem with that. I love Whitewater. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think the theme is the strong point of it. Of course it is. It is. Come on. Whitewater it's not like two. it's a weak point, but like... They need a license theme. They do. They had one. Well, yeah. Well, how about Sherlock Holmes? That's the other rumor. Dead. Silence. Yep. Okay. No excitement for Sherlock Holmes? I like Sherlock Holmes. I don't know how that works as a pin. I yeah. Is it who done it? <laughs> it's like, who did it? Yeah, but who done it is cool. It wasn't cool back in the 90s. I mean, it was one of the duds. Yeah, it didn't sell shit. I mean, we know people have no taste. It was as fun back in the 90s as it is now. It's just that before you were playing Adam's Family again, I guess. Again and again and again and again and again. Let's see. Ball bag. Let's do the ball bag. All right. We have Chad. Hi, Chad. He has Hi, a question Chad. for the Spinner Kings. Ooh, we're the Spinner Kings. I like that. It's like, I know how much you guys love spinners. I thought it best to ask for advice from the pros. I've done the Ron Hallett spinner upgrade on my Deadpool Pro, and the spinner itself seems to spin great, but I just can't seem to get the switch to register the spins like I think it should. No matter how much I rip the spinner, it doesn't register more than six, seven spins max. That sounds like an issue there. I know it's never going to be the same as an opto spinner, but is there a more sensitive switch that I could put in there? Is there some other small tweak that I could make to the switch? It seems like the Spider-Man sitting next to it register spins infinitely better than Deadpool does. First, I check the switch, make sure the switch is 
You know, if it's what yeah, that, could be that, happening. Yeah, is. that doesn't really make sense. It. I would just sit there, put it in switch test, and just or in a game, and just activate it yourself because it's just yeah. it's just a micro switch. Just hit it over and over and over, and if it ain't registering every hit when you Rotation. do that, it ain't the spinner. It's got switch yeah. issue. Yeah, and you gotta something. you gotta press it slowly too, like because yeah, some see, switches, many, they go bad, they get like mushy or have like a vague gray zone in the middle. Yeah. I agree with that also. I mean, and make sure the switch, if it's a micro switch, make sure the, because it's got a, a blade, which just pushes down on a little button. Make sure the button isn't sticking, because sometimes that happens. Uh, it happens a lot when, if, if you over-tighten it, because it's a switch, uh, it screws to a plate with, a, what, two little screws. I've noticed if you tighten it too much, sometimes it will actually restrict the button, so it'll, it won't pop back up. And if you just loosen it a tad, boom, then it pops back up. Yes, it does. I would say try that because it sounds, if you're saying it's spinning great, but it's not registering, there's something wrong with that switch. Yeah. I mean, also, like, I don't know about sterns, but like on classic valleys and sterns, if the switch closes for too little of rotation, you could actually get to the point where the switch is spinning too fast for the game to sense it. True. I feel like that shouldn't be a case in a modern game, but like, it could be. Yeah, I wouldn't think that's, wouldn't do, yeah. On a Deadpool, though, I don't, nah, it shouldn't do that. So I would uh, just double check that switch. Maybe try another switch too. It's just mm-hmm. a micro switch. Yeah. Let's see. Thanks for the help and for everything you guys do to make pinball great. Woohoo! Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Let's see. Uh, yeah, these are some. Ron, you should watch. Yeah, he, he get all those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kirk. He says uh, Johnny Mnemonic is the right choice. See? Because it's on Netflix, which I don't have. It takes place in 2021, during which there's a pandemic. The movie was shit in 95, but somehow improved over the years, question mark. Keanu Reeves' first Matrix movie before The Matrix. I recently bought a machine, which is how I found out the movie was somehow a favorite movie of my then prepubescent wife. <laughs> Definitely watch Jurassic Park. Do not watch Congo. Don't let them bully you into Lord of the Rings. Thank you, Kirk. Ooh. Oh, oh, extended oh. editions. Yeah, the extended vi- versions are so good. So, wait a minute. So, Zach seen all the Lord of the Rings movies? Like five or ten times each. Wow. Yes. I saw the whole trilogy in theaters in one of the like the marathon watch sections one time yep. leading up to the first Hobbit movie. Which, mm, but yeah, Hobbit the first three parts were good. Yes. Wow. Something you actually like. I'm amazed. At least he goes to the movies. I go to the well. What's the last time I went to the oh, movies? Yeah, yeah. I think the first Star Wars, uh, what is it? The Force Awakens. That might be the last one I went to. Let's see. This is from Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. Hey guys, still loving the podcast, even though you keep making fun of us Canadians. A. Well, literally, he says, "Hey guys." I mean, come on, <laughs> it's, it's fodder. And the last episode, you talked about playing Stranger Things loud. A good discussion might be which games you should play loud or and in the dark. My TNA immediately comes to mind. Yes, TNA, Stranger Things are the two that immediately come to my mind. Black Knight 2000. To play loud, loud. yes. Yes. Ram Stokers needs to be loud, too. Yes. How about dark, though? Oh, Ghostbusters, so you can't see anything. Yeah, any Dwight game, just to enhance yeah, any Dwight the light game, effect. Any game. Dwight game, super dark, so you can be blind. Okay. You're blinded by Dwight. I mean, I say that, but I do enjoy Dwight's blinding light shows. No, I do not. 
No, I didn't say you did. I said I did. I know. I know what you said. I enjoy the ones on Star Wars. I'll say that. I enjoy the ones on Game of Thrones. Ugh. Yeah. So uh, what they said. Uh, keep up the podcasting, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Oh, and Stargate. That needs to be nice and loud. Really? Love Shoot the pyramid. The Shoot the pyramid. Dr. Dude says, Dr. Dude, the actual Dr. Dude. This is amazing. Uh, this is not a tournament name, but my intramural softball team. I'm saying that wrong. How's that oh, pronounced? Intramural. Intramural. Okay, softball team in college was called Hermie Wajibet. Waj- oh, God. Wajigabai, which is a noise produced by my roommate when my roommate said, How big is your wiener? into his window sound recorder and played it backwards. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Eric Russell. Hi, Eric. Which one? Uh, this one looks like it's just Eric Russell. Okay. It says, nice episode 180 with Ryan C. Excellent banter as always, even with it being a very sad week in pinball with Lyman's recent passing. My favorite Lyman code will always be Metallica. But of course, he has many masterpieces of pinball code to his credit. There are no bad choices. Thanks again for hosting the Bootleg New York State Championship too, Ron. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No problem. I think it went extremely well. I agree. And great job taking the win. Hopefully it was worth all the effort put into getting all the games ready. It was. Let's see. For the movie to watch, if you want to actually enjoy it, go for the Big Lebowski. I think you would like it. I didn't like it. I enjoy it. I think it has okay chance of Ron, too. Uh, yeah, I'd probably like that. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, he has a spreadsheet. You see, he sent us an episode spreadsheet. He has things like who you say goodbye to at the end of the episode, all the little no factoids. Way. Yeah. I have to look at this. Hold on. Uh, I can't open it because I can't open in the XLSX file on my on this device. I, I use my phone. That will open it. Email from Jay. He says, let's have Ron watch a movie he will actually enjoy. <laughs> have a chance of getting to watch another movie. I vote Jurassic Park. You are voting right. You're voting right. This is from John. We got a lot of mail this week. Hi, Ron and Bruce. Long time listener. Thank you for all the amazing content. Great showing in Indisc, Ron. Oh, recent email. I was pulling for you at Classics 2 since there were multiple Sterns in the banks. Yes, there was. There was. It was a great selection for someone like me. After watching the Classic tournaments, I have a competitive question for you guys. Ooh. What common pins do you recommend tap-passing consistently to achieve high scores or keep the ball relatively safe, etc.? Uh, any classic Bally. Let's see, I've heard you mention tap-passing while playing Paragon and Harlem Globetrotters. Yep. And during the Indus tournaments, it's obvious to see why it's an important skill to use on these two pins. Are there many other solid-state pins that you deem tap-passing a necessary skill to master? Is it mostly limited to that group of late 70s, 80s, Bally's, Bally Williams pens? It's not limited, but... I mean, it, the only time it ever matters is if you have the double flippers, because otherwise you can just shats it and be fine. That is true. So anything with the double flippers, it's good to learn. Watching the Classics Finals, Robert Byers tap passed on Argosy, which has like the steel flipper buttons and are super stiff. That's like insane. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even attempt that. That's ridiculous. But I mean, it, it, it depends on comfort level too. Some people are super, like they're way more comfortable tap passing than they are alley passing. I mean, it depends on your comfort level. I would say my comfort level would be, or what I would try, I would try post pass first, 
probably alley pass second and tap pass third. On a classic, the post pass is often bad. Well, yeah, bad is in will train you or just doesn't work at all. It's usually not going to work. Yeah, like sometimes I won't even bother trying. I just go straight for the shots. So I'd say, yeah. Well, let's see. As examples, some of my local on-location pins to possibly experiment with tap passing would include Centaur, Meteor, Stars, Space Shuttle, 8-Ball Deluxe, Dragon Fist, Lost World, Target Alpha, Embryon, Hot Dog, and Fathom, Skateball, Taxi, Radical, Pinbot, Genie, Black Hole. Holy crap. That's one hell of a lineup. Oh, he's from Seattle. That explains it. I spent some time on Paragon this weekend, and I finally succeeded in getting the tap pass down fairly consistently. And it feels so good. Oh, yeah. Tap passing, shatsing, and alley passing are the three skills I've neglected to try for many years, but I'm finally ready to dive in. Well, pretty much any of those valleys you could try it on. I mean, Meteor? I don't know. I've I played classic turns where I could tap pass and others where I just could not at all. Let's see. Space Shuttle? I probably wouldn't do it on that one. 8-Ball Deluxe, definitely. Dragon Fist, no. Lost World, if it's the old Bally, yes. Target Alpha. I don't know. How are the Gottliebs? They're pretty good. You know, Alien Star used to work for me, and now it doesn't. And John, the other thing that comes into play is just how are the cabinet switches on the particular game you're playing? Like, I've played, I've played Harlan Globetrotters where you couldn't tap pass. I played on a completely restored Harlan Globetrotters. Everything brand new, couldn't tap pass on it. So your mileage may vary. But give it a try. And definitely Shats, too. This spreadsheet is incredible. Oh, he's really into the spreadsheet. It is quite incredible. It is incredible. So, Bruce, who is the first person you ever say goodbye to? According to this, Dave Cohen. There you go. In episode 25. 20, it was 25 episodes. 26, 26, 26. 26, 26 before you got wow. your gimmick. Yeah. We love your spreadsheet, Eric. And thanks, yes. John. Thanks for the email. Let's see. Next one from Parnell. Hi, Parnell. Hey, guys. Figured I'd drop this to you in case you haven't seen it. And yes, I I did see this one. It's a pinside post. It's the guy that makes stern drop targets at Shapeways. You've probably seen it. Like he's been making, you know, the 3D print place. But he wants to do like a bulk run. And it's just, uh, it's interesting pinside post. Our own Scott is uh, is in it, correcting people as as he can. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, doing my work. Yeah, he's do he's doing this hex work. I guess he's doing the Lord's work as much as we can. <laughs> Reverend Reverend Lovejoy. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for the heads up. Pinsight can be a handy tool sometimes. Let's see. We got last email from John D. Hi, John. Hello, John. Said so, hi, guys. My name is John, and I work at a free play arcade in Branson. Okay, is MO Missouri or Montana? Missouri. Yes, Missouri. Branson, I always Missouri. get that confused. Okay, Branson, Missouri. Which is the home of all the shows in the Midwest. Oh, and operate games on the side. I'm 32 years old, and I'm coming up on 10 years in the hobby and still don't know how to adjust a damn spinner to make it perfect like I see on Ron's <laughs> streams. Wow, I have quite the reputation. Do you know of any videos or typed up resources for a step-by-step process? I understand getting the spinner clean and straight is only part of the battle. Are the rest of the adjustments just in the switch tension? I'm close to finishing my Stargazer build and would love to get these spinners perfect before we use it for League Nights. And he has a photo of the game. He's got it in a wildfire cabinet until he does the uh, 
paint job on it. Nice. Is it time I just have to make a spinner video? Yeah, I think you need think to. You We've had so many requests. Yes, there's things like uh, the basics are you sand the metal parts coming out to get them as smooth as possible. A lot of times they'll have paint and other crap crud on them. You want to get all that shit off it. So it's perfectly clean and smooth. Then you want like, you know, the bracket that it's in, you don't want it to be bent all the shit. You want it to be straight, you know, across. So it, it, it's, there's no offsetting. So it rides in the holes as cleanly as it's, 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 uh, it's, it's good as possible. Uh, then of course there's the Teflon lube. <laughs> where basically anywhere there's metal to metal contact, you want to put a, a very, you don't need much at all. Very light, very light. Just put the Teflon lube on there and work it in. Come on, Bruce, work it in. No, okay. You you work it in. Slide the spinner back and forth. Spin it. Make sure you get the uh, the lube worked in there. <laughs> and then the other big consideration, and this is for older games like Stargazer, they use a leaf switch underneath the play field, and sometimes there's a little play to it where if you loosen the screws, you can kind of move it right or left. You can play with that. See what the optimum, I mean, you want it as straight, you know, parallel as possible. But you, you could play with, like, on my Alien Star, I screwed with it for, like, 45 minutes. You screwed with it 45 minutes? The spinner. With it? The spinner. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> but, yeah, but it's a pain, yes, because you got to tighten it up and then test it. Like, oh, that wasn't as good. And you just move it little increments until you get it just right. And, and there's also the tension of the blade. Because on the, the, it usually will have a shorter blade and a much longer blade that's like kind of floppy. So it's got some play to it. Uh, also, where you adjust... You don't want a floppy. floppy uh, how, you, how you adjust it when, when it spins. How far does it push the other blade? You have the, the blade that moves and you have the blade that it actually hits. If it's too close and it, and it hits the other blade immediately, then you're, you're getting more resistance than you need. So it'll slow it down. You want it to just... Touch it just barely at at the, at the end. You want a little motion. You want you want the see. It is tough to explain without a video. But, but, what, wow, it's like a porn spinner here. Is this that pinball wizard porn movie? Or is it so? So yes, when it hits the leaf switch, you want it to move up just a little bit at the very end. And also, I have the um, the red stuff. I call it. I can't even remember what it's called again. I swear by that shit. It works so good. It's basically a contact cleaner. I can't remember where the hell I got it from, but man, I get it. You got a yeah. flaky spinner or a flaky leaf switch of any kind. You put this shit on it, and it'll be worse at first. And then you just work it. You keep just actuating the switch over and over and over and over. And it'll go from it'll go from you know intermittent to perfect. Like it'll it'll just. I've done that and had switches for fucking eight nine years still work perfect after using it. I swear by that shit. And the Teflon lube was something I got a tube from Radio Shack like 15 years ago. I'm still on that tube, and the tube is still three quarters full. So you get one tube, you're all set. So, man, I think I beat the dit death the spinner there. Any other repairs do we have, folks? Uh, repairs? Well, for repairs, I have, and that was the ball bag. Just a no, no. <sighs> there you go. So uh, repairs, well, from... The New York State Championships, I believe I fixed the woke-up soccer. I had to re reflow the solder on the connector pins for the ribbon cable on the display board, on the DMD board. 
that was the issue. I, I got, I was able to replicate the DMD kept going on. I probably should have said what the issue was. I was able to replicate just by kind of wiggling on the connector and it would just, you know, get it to go out, come back, go out, come back. Like, okay. So I did that. I have a new rectifier board for the Stargazer. I haven't put that in yet. And I have yet to look at the Prospector. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Zach. You mean we're not going to be able to play it at the Varney Cup? Probably not. No, you'll just have to get there early, Zach. Yeah, get there early and maybe we can fix it. Oh, that's even worse. That's even I worse. Look at it. <laughs> yeah, when Zach looks at it and says it's more involved and walks away and it's like, oh, crap, now I'm in trouble. So, Zach, if I get an EM and bring it to the place, you're going to help me fix it, right? And keep it running? Yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah. Help. Well, uh, the tournament, uh, the Flip Frenzy, we had everything go down. God, did we? And we only had like 10 games break. <laughs> and let's, yeah. uh, let's not go over each one. But yeah, a shitload of them broke. Yeah. It was painful. And, and it was bad near the end because we were trying to get through the finals. It's like, okay, I'll pick this game. Oh, no, I can't. It, it broke. Okay, we're going to go. You know, what was super straight? That broke. Super straight. I hit the, I hit the out hole, and all of a sudden, it just it kept on. You, you hit the click bonus holes. You clicked the bonus hole. But you didn't actually stay in the hole. The ball bounced out after triggering it and then just started clicking bonus. And Yeah, it's like, holy oh, crap, Bruce is going ahead of everybody. Oh, wait a minute. It's still counting. He drained. It's still counting. It was really great because like you did at least four things at once. So I don't even know which one caused the issue. <laughs> Good job, Bruce. So then it's like, okay, volley or no volley, not, not volley. Not volley. Uh, it was. It was uh, um, well, you you went too far out, far but we out. already knew that was yeah, broken from an earlier round. But I didn't have a chance to tell you before you started playing. Oh, oh, oh well. Yeah, the drop target bank like just didn't reset. So you get five thousand points walking up to it. Like all right, <laughs> and it's a double bonus. So we gave up, I think, on EMs. I think we played Dragon Fist and sort of something instead. No. We played Volley. Volley. Oh, no, we played Volley. That's right. Dumb me. Good old Volley. Yeah, good old Volley. That might have been my best moment in the tournament. I was down to Ashley. By She had like 90K in her game, and I had like 30-something K on ball five. And I ended up winning. So that was cool. That's a whole lot of chopping wood. Not really. I mean, once I got... All the target banks reset with, you know, the, what, how much is it a target when it's lit? 5,000, yeah. 500 or 5,000 when lit. Yeah. And I started hitting those. Boom, 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 boom. Man, I caught up in a hurry. Infinite super jackpots now lit. Yep. It's literally like super jackpots, but there are, what, how many, how many targets per bank? Five? Five. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's five times, times three. Five. So it's 15 super jackpots. Unless you hit two targets at once, you don't want to yeah, do that. Yeah, then you get screwed. But since they're all lit, you just keep hitting them and they reset, so you don't even need to worry about hitting too many at once, because there's just always more. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like me, who had 14 or 15 down and couldn't hit one for three Yeah, months. I couldn't hit one either. That's all I got for repairs. I've been working on the Star Trek, uh, the Bally. Finally got every light working. I had to do a couple stitching, bad pad on one of the transistors, so I had to stitch it right to the transistor and then right to the uh pin now i'm doing light sockets the gi ones actually are all bad and uh then i'm going to re-rubber it and then it's ready for spare game at the co-op the co-op where's the co-op again bruce that's 349 west commercial street suite number 2965 in east rochester new york one four 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 five. That's the Rochester Pinball Collective. And when are you open, Bruce? What I want to go there. 
We're open Thursdays from 5 to 10, and we're open Saturdays from 3 to 11. And it's pay one price. $20 gets you all the pinball for that day. Come see Zach. Come see the world-famous Zach. You guys really should make, like, a promo video. We need to, actually. I agree. You know what we need? What do you need? I'm gonna t- I'm, we need the best speaking pinball game ever made. The homebrew. Zach's homebrew. Yes. Because we need I, the poker I'm there. the voice, so, yeah. Yes. You need the poker there? What? We need poker there. It just really ace our, our game reliability rates. It'll be reliable. It'll give you encouragement to work, work on it more and more and more. That's exactly what I need. Yeah, I see. He agreed with me. Finally. No, but you need like a promo video if it's just like quick thing going through the games and like, come down, come in. Like crazy Eddie. Crazy, These crazy Bruce's pinballs are insane. <laughs> the absolute most incredible pinball machines you'll ever see. Rochester Pinball Collective. Come on, come on. Do you know who Crazy Eddie is, Zach? He won't know who it is. What? Do you know who Crazy Eddie is? Is that like Crazy Bob's brother? No. no. Crazy Eddie was this guy who owned a place, or well, several places in New York City, which turned out to be he was siphoning Scamming. money, doing all kinds of shit. But then he had some radio personality guy do his commercials. That's when everyone thinks of Crazy Eddie, they think of that guy, not the actual Crazy Eddie. Yeah, not, yeah. But yeah, there were all these commercial spots in the New York City area. So, so look it up on YouTube. I always used to see him on uh, WPYX. Or yep, PIX. Fix. Because they had all the Yankee games. So I'd see all these, yes. these crazy Eddie commercials. And they were quite entertaining. They actually had a billboard in uh, Yankee Stadium in 1980. Crazy Eddie prices are insane. So we have more unfortunate news. Yes. We found out very about. Much so. uh, Jim Knight, who was the founder, creator of uh, Rotten Dog Amusements. Who made the rotten dog boards that have saved many a game? Mm-hmm. He passed away. Yeah, I think he sold the he company sold a while us ago, eight months before. Yeah, and I uh, just wish you know his wife Linda and his family. You know, we're so sorry for your loss. I've known Jim probably since two thousand five, two thousand six, when we were at uh, Expo together. We had dinner with him at Allentown. Yep, yep. Very nice guy. Best heart. Anything he could try to do, he would try to do for you. It's a sad loss. I know he just, re- you know, he, he finally just sold his pinball business. He retired from Ford. He was going to sail boat. He was going to do boating, and, you know, and unfortunately. So another thing, take advantage of your life. Do what you want to do. But uh, we wish, you know, his whole family, we're sorry for your loss. This year sucks. Yeah, this year has really sucked. So I have a health update, Bruce. The herpes? You finally got rid of the herpes? <sighs> no, the sore throat thing. <laughs> oh, see, they don't go away. <laughs> the, the sore throat thing. You know, I, I mentioned it like the two episodes ago. Then I don't think I mentioned it all last episode. No, you did not. What I've been told I have is silent reflux. What is silent reflux? Let's look it up. It's like if you have acid reflux, but... You don't ever have actual heartburn or stomach pain or anything. It just goes up to the throat. So I have to completely change my diet. And they got me on, um, what is it called? Some kind of blocker, some, some kind of pill. Mm-hmm. Acid pill, yeah, so you don't, your body is. Literally every single thing I 
like, like or eat is out now. Not chocolate, right? Yep, chocolate is one of the, the, the that's like the krypton. That's like the worst possible thing. So when I gave you that chocolate this weekend, I was actually worsening your condition. Yep, yep. I cheated this weekend. I had pizza too. Also cheating. Yep. Basically, you can't eat anything. Cardboard. Uh, cardboard is about all you can eat. Yeah, I think so. Mediterranean diet. That's it. So I got a few like Mediterranean diet meals from like Sunbasket. At least the first two I've had sucked. <laughs> Tastes like shit. How about vegetables? Vegetables good? Vegetables are good. Vegetables are always good. Oh, I uh, like my veggies. Zach, what do you think of vegetables? Potatoes are nice. <laughs> I like potatoes too. So now I, I'm kind of on the, I have to figure out what I can eat now. Yeah, that's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be really fucking hard. No sauces, no nothing like, not even Italian. No. 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 Nope. How about butter? Is butter allowed? Probably not. I'm just thinking like everything I eat is not allowed. Tomato products. So like, you know how I put ketchup on everything? Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. No ketchup. I know that. I actually, I've actually been off ketchup for a long time. My new thing is with like Zach, hot sauce, buffalo sauce, or yeah, I'm sure the hot sauce is much better than the ketchup. <laughs> yeah. Or I, I've been using uh, Asian Zing from uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. But I was tested in Indisc as twice. I went into In and Out and didn't eat anything there. So you have to live. So to pursue the reflux diet, doctors recommend eliminating high fat foods, sweets. Acidic beverages, which you weren't never. Uh, I drink nothing. Acidic. I usually just drink water, so I was yeah, good exactly there. And and they just said no alcohol, which okay, that's good. No smoking, well, that's not a problem. Fatty cuts of meat, fried foods. Yep, but fried foods, which is you know onions, oranges, lemons, grapefruit, pineapple. Yeah, no, no potato, acidic. Tomato, yeah, food. no acidic no fruits. Butter. Butter's butter's allowed. Also important to avoid chocolate, mints, and spicy foods. And I love mints. But it, Weakens your esophageal sphincter. That's exactly what it says. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I never like spicy foods. Mints, I, I like mints to eat or mints to suck on. I don't really know what that. I don't know what it says. It says mints. Yeah, so I, I never got that one either. Yeah, I've, I've read the same list you're reading. Food to eat though, lean meat, which is you know that's good. Whole grains, bananas. Oh, we got plenty of whole grains, and I yeah. Bananas. Apples, which Ron apples, loves. Apples. I love apples. I might end up just on an all-apple diet. I'll just be apples and water. You can do salad. Salad. Yeah. I'll do salad. What's it? Legumes? 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 Beans. They're bean. Ah. Oh. So it's, veg- it's a vegetarian protein. So basically, I've been on this for like three weeks now. We'll see how it goes. I see the doctor again at the beginning of March. We'll see if it's any better. I mean, my throat's still bothering me. That would really suck. It's like, yeah, between all the other physical issues and it's like, oh, what you, all, you know all these foods you like? Uh, you know, I can't have them anymore. You know that chocolate? You know the, your favorite flavor in the universe? No, can't have it. Oh, you got podcasts? Yeah, your voice is shot. You, you, can't, you can't record without it killing you now. You want to sing? No, I can't do that anymore either. Real positive way to end the podcast, huh? No, you can sleep with your head up slightly, slightly elevated also. That, I, I've had no issues with sleep whatsoever. Okay, that's good. I have problems with sleep with acid reflux. L- literally, my throat feels better when I wake up in the morning than it does when I go to bed. So obviously, it's not taking any hits at night. Fatty food you should, you should stop eating. French fries, number one on the list. Yep. Oh, butter is on this list. Yeah, yeah. there's different – depending on what list you look at, they have different yep. things. Whole milk. It does only. Well, Ron drinks milk, but not whole. He uh, drinks, no, yeah. I got. I got rid of dairy. 
Even though I had skim milk, I got rid of dairy. I can't have ice cream. Nope, can't have that. Nope. Creamy sauces or dips. So how long before you just buy some Soylent, Ron? (laughs) No pineapple, no But it's made for people. Oh, I couldn't do this thing. They'd be screwed. I no coffee. Get that. Oh yeah, that's that's I don't drink coffee, so it's okay, fine. Okay, so mint is such as peppermint or spearmint mint itself. Yeah, I mean do you eat the mint? I mean I like to Well some people do eat the spearmint. I, I have like you know, rock candy, I like mints. No aspirin. That could be also No aspirin. I, I don't I can't I can't take aspirin anyway. I know, but it says or other pain relievers. Mm-hmm. No alpha box. Wait, wait a minute. I can't take aspirin. I mean, I can't take no. pain relievers anymore. It says no. It says no or other pain. I'm being totally honest. Wow. Chocolate's number one on the list. My life that. sucks. Oh, yeah. Chocolate. Yeah, that was literally the first thing I saw. Like, ah, my most favorite flavor in the universe. And uh, no, can't have it. No. All right. At least you never broke your back. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, it's, it's still quite broken. <laughs> but yes. No. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, I, I've talked to other people. I talked to someone at Indisc. They had, what's it, GERD, G-E-R-D, that's what it's called. That's when you actually do feel it in your stomach and heartburn and all that shit, that version of it. And they were literally on the same pills I'm on right now, and it took six months until they got better. So. Mm. The future is bright. Voice has been pretty strong today for whatever reason. Yeah, you're just like knocking yeah, it out of the park. I, I don't understand that. Some days it's better than others and it doesn't seem to matter at all about me eating <laughs> i can eat the same thing multiple days but then some days i'm in more pain than other days it doesn't really make any sense i don't understand it you know what it is i'm old as fuck no you're not not as old as me you keep on telling me yeah i gotta say it Woo-hoo. all right that was a great health discussion i'm sure everyone loved hearing that Hmm. well hopefully we made you feel better about your own health I feel great now. I'm ready to go run a run a marathon. Zach, he's taking out the chocolate bar right now. Like, no, not a problem here. Not a problem here. Nope. Well, I'll try to leave this with a, a funnier note here. I'll have I'll do a Zach story. Yay. Yay. <laughs> well, Bruce has been to Zach's place and there's there's a lot of stuff kind of hanging out at Zach's place. A On lot? the floor and a various lot? places. Yeah. So usually when I go there. I sleep on his couch, and I always want to make sure that the path from the couch to the bathroom and the kitchen area is clear on the floor. You know, make sure there's no screws, no different items that I might step on and have a problem with. So when I made my rounds this trip, I found two interesting items. One, Zach just got his Rush pinball machine, and you know when you get a new inbox machine, those clips you got to pull out? To open the box up, those metal clips. Oh, those that would hurt. The yeah, there was one of those on the floor. Like, oh man, good thing I found that. But that was nothing compared to the second thing I found. A razor blade. Yikes. Yikes. You're trying to kill Ron off, aren't you? No, he's trying to kill himself. He walks around his house barefoot. Now you always walk around his house oh, barefoot. Oh my god. But he knows where he's stepping. I saved Zach from injury. Zach, thank the nice man. Thank me. I've only injured my foot once, and it was when I kicked a sheet of playfield glass. Oof, that does hurt. I step lightly, like a cat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like a cat, baby, like a cat. Like a cat. Meow! The best part is when I found the Prince razor blade. For the very first time. <laughs> when I found the razor blade, he's like, oh, that's where it went. 
Because oh, like Jesus it broke Christ. off when he was cutting the brush box. It's like, oh, well, I'm glad I found it for you. Ta-da. There you go. Is that a better way to end a podcast? That's much uplifting. I like that. So uplifting. So uplifting. So uplifting. Uh, you want to plug anything, Zach? Vote for the... Oh, no. Twippy voting's over. But you should have voted for his homebrew. If you want to play a 24-hour flip frenzy, send us an interested email or something. Yes. To where? To Anywhere. Slam Just slam throw it into a mailbox address to Zach, and we'll arrive. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, you can respond to our email address, which is slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. The slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. That is what it is, right? Is podcast in there? It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah okay. Yes. Yeah. Or uh, you could post on the Rochester Pinball Collective page. You can even like us on the Facebook, on the book in the face. Yep, the book in the face and say how, like, a 24-hour flip frenzy? Count me in. Count me in. Hell yeah. Seven flip frenzies in one day? Fuck yeah. yeah we want to run one, but we got to get enough people together to make it, you know. We have to have at least 30 people. Yeah. 30 people, folks. Come on, Canada. 30 people. You want to come over. You want to come over. You want to do it. Hey, guess what? Ron will be in it. I'll be in it. Marty from Australia, you want to make the trip. You want some time off. You want some time <laughs> off from Haggis. It's tough. It's hard work there. You want to play in a flip frenzy. You can frenzy. come with my machine. Yeah, just, just pack yourself just, in a box. Yeah, just come with me. Oh, yeah. Come with Bruce's Fathom. Yeah. You can bring it over. That's that's great. You're always thinking, Bruce. See? Always thinking. But we need 30 people 30 to make people. This work. Let's make this happen. Let's do this. Zach, when we were talking May or June, right? Whenever just, 30 people email us. Or e- interest us. But what do people hate about tournaments sitting around not playing? Yeah, exactly. Problem you're, solved. You'll be you playing not, a I, lot. I maybe sat down maybe 15 minutes out of the four hours. Yeah, I hardly sat. Hours. I sit down, look at the TV, and it's like, you're up again. Oh, okay. Yep. On the next game. And it's even better when you get to the older games where they're quick anyway. So everything is quick. It's just like, boom, you're up. Boom, you're up. Boom, you're up. Oh, I, lo- I, I, I really do like Flip Frenzy. I thought I would like it, and I was not disappointed. I was not either. I was very happy with it. So, I think that's it. Uh, hi, Steve. Fun with bonus. Hi, everyone in our uh, podcast group. Hello, Pinball Princess. Mr. Raymond, number one. The one. Hi, Keith. We haven't talked to you in a while. And uh, I'm going to add something. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. Preventive Network open 24-7. Toll-free number. 1-800-273-8255. A good thing. So thanks, everybody. Thanks, Zach, for joining us. Thank you, Zach, as always. I'll see you this week at the Rochester Pinball Collective. And also, don't forget to listen to the Silverball Chronicles on the Pinball Network, my other podcast. See, the one, the one plug that Bruce allows me Yep. for Silverball Chronicles. One. It's only Zach, that one. would you like to plug anything? Because you're always allowed to plug anything here. I already asked him that. I know, but I'm going to ask him again because so, you know, get a second because response. you'll get a different response than I will. Yes, of course. There you go. No response. So again, Silverball Chronicles. See, I'll take his. I'll, I'll do it twice then. Wow. Our upcoming episode will be on Lyman Sheets. Good. Very good. And uh, I would say vote for Twippies, but the voting's over. Oh, and I broke a connector yesterday, two days ago. What, yesterday what? it was yesterday I broke a just connector. on task. C- come on, we're finishing up, and you're talking about connectors. Everyone's yeah, falling asleep. I never had one snap in forty years or thirty-seven years. It was weird. 
Ron expects way too much structure from us. He does. I don't know why. It's how many episodes? 181 times two hours? Yeah, Jesus but every, every time you go you on these, t- these, these tangents Never. that just get way too deep, you know, I'm just going to cut them. No, that's the best part, right? That's the best part, making more All of our fans are like, we love go. the tangents and the depth and detail of your conversations. Everyone loves it. We've never gotten anything saying, I love when you go off on crazy tangents that go on forever. I, we've never gotten an email that said I that. I want an email. All right, folks, everyone email us. Yep. Okay, there email. you go. Email. Prove Ron wrong again. Unless your feelings on crazy tangents and really in-depth to incredible degrees discussions. Prove me yep. wrong and I can edit less and I will be happy. Okay, prove me wrong, people. Slamtailpodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out our website, www.slamtailpodcast at gmail.com. All our links in the upper right-hand corner. Actually, it's just www.slamtailpodcast.com. You said at gmail.com. What? You did. I did? When you listen back, yes, you did. Okay, go to our website, www.slamtailpodcast.com. There's that better? That's perfect. Dick. Okay, and you can go there and... Add your point? Yeah. Our... <laughs> You can watch our stream this Saturday. I'll probably be streaming the Varney Cup. I'm not sure what time, but you'll just keep notifications on for you, our Twitch channel, and yes. you'll be informed. And Give I also, and I'm related. I, I got money from Twitch. I know. I saw that. Yeah. I think it's like they wait till you get up to $100 and then you get it. So I get like once a year, I get some money. So thanks to all my Twitch followers. Woo-hoo! Thank you guys. Yeah. So until next time. See you later, everybody. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Ryan Grant. Ah.